Tom finds Jerry waiting in his Volvo. Morning. I see the pills aren't having any effect. Car going yet? No. Get in. You look like an advert for gracious living. I am. <laughs> Tom Good reposted with his first bon mot of the day. Shut your gob. Jerry parks the car outside a large modern office block. The commissioner salutes them. Well, Mr. Ledbetter. Morning, Charles. Morning, Mr. I've really made an impact with you over the years, haven't I? Well, I've got sciatic. Good. Charming. <laughs> no, 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 that's my name. God blimey, I've only been here eight years. The other draftsmen are at their boards when Tom enters the office. Morning, morning. Lovely morning. Good morning. 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 <laughs> Tom goes to his drawing board and sits down with a sigh. <sighs> he puts on his armbands in preparation for work, but then finds an inflated balloon in his drawer. <laughs> does not respond to the headed balloon. Instead, he puts it in his waste paper basket. Resignedly, Tom returns to his seat. Presently, another young colleague comes over to look at Tom's board. Are you fewing at this, Brian? I am, Mr. Good. It really is something, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a mould for a plastic hippopotamus that's going to end up in a packet of breakfast cereal. <laughs> You've got to hand it to the ideas men on the fifth floor, haven't you? Electric shock treatment, preferably. Ideas men. They sit up there like the gargoyles on top of Notre Dame. Every now and again, one of them jumps up, puts on his jester's cap and says, Eureka, hippopotamus <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Good, I didn't mean to take any credit away from you. Everybody knows it's you who bring their ideas to life. That is guilt by association. Oh, come, you wouldn't want us to go back to the Dark Ages. Breakfast cereals without little plastic gifts. <laughs> it would still taste the same. That's hardly the point, surely. I'm talking about aesthetic values. Your hippopotamus, for example. Ma Sit down, Brian. Now, look, why don't you try to get out more? Pardon? Well, <laughs> lusting after women playing sport. I played cricket on Sunday. Fine, great. Let's talk about cricket for a couple of hours. Hello. Yes, Jerry. All right, I'll be up. Sixth floor. Oh, then you better get a move on. Cricket. Right for my comb. Cricket. Who did you play for? Well, just the office. Office? Fine. That's all I wanted to know. Which office? Well, this office here. We played accounts. I'm in this office. Nobody asked me. We didn't need to. We got my dad to umpire. <laughs> <laughs> talking about umpiring, I would have liked to play. Play? You? Well, why not me? Well, you're... We didn't think you'd still feel up to it at uh... At my age, do you mean? Yes. <laughs> I might tell you that Jack Hobbs scored more than half of his first-class centuries when he was past 40. 
Who's Jack Hobbs? <laughs> you bloody little swine. <laughs> Listen, you lot, I am a run machine. A run machine. And I bowl. <laughs> Jerry, who has an office to himself, is working at his desk when Tom comes in. Come in. Oh, Tom. Good of you to pop up. I just wondered if you could let me have a mock-up of your hippo for Friday? I can manage it by Thursday, actually. Thursday? Oh, that's better. Listen. You've seen me play cricket, haven't you? Um. Well, up at Flitwick, don't you remember? It was ten years ago. Yeah, but I played, though, and if I'm not very much mistaken, I made a few that day. One. <laughs> yes, yes. I got amongst the wickets, though, didn't I? No, you didn't bowl. You strained your back getting your run. <laughs> I played, though, didn't I? Yes. Would you mind explaining to those children in my office that I still play cricket? Do you? Well, no, but I could if I was asked. Still got the middle-aged blues, have you? Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, Why are they all so young? Why should I be lumbered with running a crèche? Do you really want to know? Yes. All right. Jerry crosses to the coffee pot. Oh, well, uh, I want gas if I'm going to have fillings. <laughs> we joined this company, what? Eight years ago, wasn't it? And you know something? I was frightened of you then. No, don't mess about. I'll tell you why. You were a better draftsman than I was, and you had better qualifications than mine. I was going to have to rely on pure cunning just to keep up with you. Still, I needn't have bothered, need I? Because look at us. I'm up here, and you're down there. Not getting picked for cricket teams. Why? Because you use about one-tenth of your ability. I have to use all mine, and what I lack, I make up for with sheer bloody crawling. Oh, <laughs> Look, I cannot see the world as a giant plastic toy. How can you seriously make it your life's work? It isn't. It just brings in the goodies. I see, I see. All right, all right. So if I unleash all this dynamite I'm carrying around in me, I'd be up in the seventh heaven on the old sixth floor, too, would I? Yes, and let's face it, you might just as well, because you're not going to walk into another job at your age, are you? I'll hit you with my crutch in a minute. No, seriously, I. Listen, mate, Birchinall at Glover's made me a very attractive offer only just recently. Not all that recently. He's been dead for four years. Has <laughs> he? You see, your business mind is just like plastic before it goes into one of our moulds. Formless. You just drift along. Isn't it all funny? Isn't it all ridiculous? Yes, you do. Grown men getting ulcers over toy hippos. Well, it is funny, isn't it? Yes, of course it's funny, but not out loud. Oh. Miss Barton, it is funny, but not out loud. Oh, search yourself. And I'm warning you, Tom, unless you start to take this job seriously, damn it all, you're not Peter Pan. Do you spare a minute, Jerry? Yes, of course, sir. <clears throat> I want to have a chat to you about our wildlife preservation line. Oh, well, I'll... Uh... No, don't go, Tom. I think perhaps Tom ought to sit in on this one, sir. Why? <laughs> Where's he from? Fourth floor. Oh, yes, yes. I'm afraid I don't get out of the fourth floor as often as I'd like. In fact, Tom is our top draftsman, sir. He's working on the toy hippo at the moment. Oh, really? Oh, no. How's it, um, uh, going? Coming. <laughs> well, as you know, the problem with these advanced designs is surface area to weight ratio. Yes, quite. In the case of the hippopotamus, I've stylized the head somewhat to obviate overhang. Have you? So that at the mock-up stage... Oh, which I've laid on for Thursday, incidentally, sir. Ah, oh, yes. Thursday. I'm working on the principle of a 3 by 1.5 base, with a maximum height at the rump of one centimetre. 
Uh, this gives us a box mass of five grams, which is naturally in line with the cereal manufacturer's packet specifications. You know, there's a much better view from the fifth floor. Tom, <laughs> I'd like you to sit in on this one. Now, look here. <clears throat> A bubble has just come off the top of the think tank, and I don't <laughs> mind telling you that this is an absolute blockbuster of an idea. It's going to put our wildlife preservation series in the vanguard of world, and I do mean world, mouldings. <coughs> oh, can you get what it is? Huh? No, you can't, can you? Uh, our next mould is going to be a giraffe. <laughs> And Tom, I'm thinking of putting this giraffe on your plate. <laughs> the same evening, and the good's candlelit dining table bears the remnants of a sumptuous birthday dinner. On the other side of the room, in front of a roaring log fire, Tom and Barbara are finishing their champagne, side by side on the sofa. Tom is dozing. <laughs> what? I was, I was just thinking of taking a spoonful of cornflakes and finding a hippopotamus in your mouth. <laughs> it's choke a child week, folks. <laughs> Wait till they get to the giraffe. <laughs> Honestly, you should have heard, sir. You would have thought he'd invented penicillin. I couldn't help laughing. <laughs> Did he call you to his study and give you six of the best? No, Jerry told him I had recurrent malaria. <laughs> Did you believe it? Don't think so. So in the afternoon, he called me Mr.